0: welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable life. back with me is Sloan Hayhurst from Jago, but also joining him today is Amelia Laster. She is the director of design and merchandising at Jago homes and man does she have an impressive bio. She has her associate kitchen and bath designer. Uh, designation she has her bs in interior design from western kentucky university and her national kitchen and bath association she is a member has been since 2007 she's also on the advisory board for wku interior design department and she has 20 years experience in design and merchandising specializing in new construction so i'm going to turn it over to sloan and amelia to tell us a little bit about what she does at jago and anything else she wants to add so guys take it away Thanks. I'm super
1: excited to be here.
2: Awesome. Well, Amelia, I I have seen you wear many hats here at Jago Homes. Okay, we all we all know we all know that you do a fantastic job doing what you do for us, all of our clients. I do have a few questions I I would like to ask you. You know, first, those listening, if you haven't listened to the history of Jago Homes with Dana Bug and I. She mentions how beneficial it is as a company, the size that we are, you know, that we have, we have someone like you under our roof, Amelia. You know, under under the same roof, no pun intended. <laughs> so, uh, can you can you just first, but just explain your role and responsibility as the director of design and merchandising here at Jago Homes?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, what people know me for is the model staging i um, all of the models, you know, I've come up with the concept from the beginning and kind of design the model around, I always make up, people laugh at me, but I make up fake families <laughs> because I have to have somebody that I'm designed for. So I'll kind of create a personality around the demographic of, uh, you know, the the homeowners that we're, we're marketing towards. And I'll come up with a family and then design that home around that family in order to um, really to, to touch the people that come into the home, you know that they, they have a connection to the home whenever they come in because it's very similar to, to how their home would be set up for how they live there. So first and foremost, that's the biggest thing that I do for Jago Homes is our model merchandising. Um, second, I work hand in hand with our product development team and um, on all of the, the floor plans that we design, um, I do space and furniture analysis for all of our floor plans to make sure that they'll accommodate And the standard furniture placements um, the expectations that our homeowners would have for their furniture. And we also work together to come up with different options in the home. So, you know, the upgraded options for our kitchens, the deluxe options for our kitchens and our baths. We all work together on those as well. And so my, my design background really comes in handy for all of that. And then of course, product training, <laughs> I love, I love knowing about product and I love teaching people about products. So I do um, our product training for the company too.
2: Awesome. Yeah, that was, you know, I think it's, it's, that's really awesome how you, you know, take into consideration a history before going into these homes, besides just picking and choosing what, you know, just what's, what's most popular. So how do you stay updated on current design trends and market preferences in our industry?
1: Well, I can say that, you know, with experience comes the ability to pick up on different things that you can't be taught. And so one of the biggest things for me, I mean, of course, I have industry data coming into my mailbox all day long, every single day. So there's tons of data that I can go through. But the biggest thing that I do is I just watch the market. You know i watch um anytime that you have a new introduction in a in a retail store you can pretty much bet that if you've seen it in fashion within like the last six months as far as the colorways and that kind of thing that are popular you're going to see that so start to emerge in the home decor so if you start watching especially like the tj maxx the home goods because they're going to be picking up the buys of the overproduction that are going into retail stores so if you start watching those when they do their introductions for the new seasons, you'll be able to pick up really fast on what's going to be in for the upcoming season. And of course, it's, you know, it's seasonality is such a huge thing in home design right now that you you lay your base layer and then you change it as your seasons change through the year, you know, to give you the different aesthetics in the home. So that's that's really important to watch. You can pick it up really fast if you know what you're looking for. But it always makes me excited to put together a model that's probably going to be installing about the time that the seasons change. And I've already grabbed all of that and that model comes out on trend with the season as it comes out.
2: That's awesome. So I guess in, in line with that, what what factors do you really consider when selecting design like elements and materials for our new homes? And how do you balance like the aesthetics, the functionality, and, and the cost effectiveness?
1: Well, the great thing about our design studio is that we have pre-curated packages that you can create the aesthetic and the look that you're trying to achieve, regardless of budget. So that, that's the biggest thing to think about, is that you have all of these options that you can put together, but you can put them together at a price point that you're comfortable with. And then that creates the aesthetic that you're looking for, but in the price range that you need it to be in. So that's something, you know, I do a lot of demographic research about who we're going to be selling the homes to. I'm not going to put things into the home if it doesn't appeal to the buyer that we're marketing towards. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest thing is the demographic research beforehand of who is our target client that we're going to be looking at for this area. And from there, I mean, the biggest thing for me with anything that I put into the home from a specification that we may offer in the design studio to a piece of furniture is that it's affordable to the person that's buying the home. So that's something that I really pay a lot of attention to. I shop at the stores that our our homeowners would be buying for. Um, I do quite a few uh, trade accounts or wholesale purchases, but for the most part, I try to source products that are easily for anybody that comes into our homes, and then we have different um tools set up on our website that make it easy. If you're shopping in one of our Jago homes, that you can just jump on our, you know, website. If you see a chair that you love, you can jump on our website, and you actually have a link to shop that model, and everything that's in the model is in there.
2: I was getting ready to ask you, yes, <laughs> you explain a little bit more about, you know, how how you how clients can find these items and where and pinterest and all of that okay
1: great so if you go to jagohomes.com and you go to the tab on our website that says galleries there's going to be a gallery in that tab that's called the model home gallery and whenever you click on that link it's going to take you to shoppable books of the model homes so you'll flip through them just like you would a book you know it's a, a flip book on online So you'll flip through them just like you would for the model. It gives you the color boards that I've created um, with the conception of the model. And then um, it also pulls in the final photography of the model, the video tour, all of that. But the greatest thing are these, these little price tags floating around in all of the images. And if you just click on one of the price tags, it'll take you directly to where I bought it from. So it's a click and shop and easy. And the greatest part is that whenever you're in our model home, there are signs that say, you know, have you ever wondered where'd she buy that or what colors does that come in? And it's a QR code. And if you scan it, it'll take you directly to the model home gallery and you can shop in your hand as you walk through. It also includes all of the finishes and features in the home too. So it's a one-stop shop reference for the model home.
2: That's really cool. Uh, I don't think anyone else is doing this so it's really cool that that's. it has gotta
1: be easy <laughs> i want it to be easy you love it buy yeah <laughs> buy home and buy the furniture there you go
2: <laughs> i'm i'm asked probably 10 times a week when people are walking through clients are walking through our model homes they're asking who is doing this who is designing this well it's amelia it's <laughs> amelia <laughs> um Can you share an example of a recent or a pretty successful design strategy that you have implemented, uh, just previously or, or, you know, one of our building projects?
1: Um, so like an overall design scheme or kind of like my process of how I go through it?
2: Uh, either or.
1: Okay. So, um, I guess it all goes hand in hand (laughs) because there's always, you know, I kind of get an idea in my head for, you know, what I want to embody in the model home based on the demographic research. And then there's usually one piece that I find in the process that inspires the entire home. So recently, um, we had a new model home open up in Owensboro and it's the first one that we've had in Owensboro in a long time, you know, and that's, that's, our, that's our hometown. That's where Jago got its start. So I really wanted to do something to embody the spirit of Owensboro. So um, Owensboro is very artistic. We're all about music and history and art. And um, so I I've, I've found these marble busts of David and Athena. And I was like, these are so fun and so funky. And I was like, all right, so here we go. It's going to be their house. (laughs) And I came up with a, you know, just a really artistic, bright, a home that you could put a marble bust of David in and it just belonged. (laughs) And it just kind of inspired the design for everything. And, you know, like um, we recently opened the new model home in Ironwood in Newburgh. And that one, there was one. I knew I wanted to do something that had kind of a, because cottage is so huge, like it's coming back really big right now. If you go into any of the stores with the new spring introductions, you're going to see butterflies and flowers and plaids and like cottage core is like really hot right now. So I wanted to do something to kind of embody that because the homes that we have at Ironwood are very much little cottages. You know, they're super cute. They have, you know, great space for the smaller footprint. They have the outdoor areas that really embodies that cottage atmosphere. So there was one, there was one canvas that I found and it had all the colors, like every color that you think of in a garden. And I was like, okay, and that hangs in the kitchen next to the cabinets, and that inspired the entire house. <laughs> so I always loved the, you know, like the orientation story of what piece, you know, how did you come up with? Well, I found this statue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it all kind of worked from there. So you have to be about half crazy, I think, to be a designer. So it's just gotta—you gotta run with it.
2: You do an amazing job. I don't think there's there's one single model home that really matches another. So you you do a really good job in just showcasing the potential for our buyers. I No think two
1: is. homeowners are the same, so no model should look the same. It, yes. Every model should inspire someone different, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and those who I hear all the time, you know, I never would have thought that I would have liked this, but then when I see it, <laughs> and I'm like, exactly, yes. So, that's my favorite part.
2: <laughs> uh, you recently went to the Builder Show. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience there and any big takeaways?
1: So, the International Builder Show is something that we try to attend every year. Um, It's, you know, it's the forefront of product introduction and design as it's coming into, uh, you know, into the industry. And this year was probably one of the most exciting because You know, gray has been so hot for so long. Like when I started my career in 2003, I'm really aging myself there. But when I started my career in 2003, that's when gray was starting to come into the scene. And I remember how everybody fought it. Like nobody wanted, you know, to stop the product. They didn't want to buy into the new colors, the new colorways that were coming through. So you're starting to feel some of that you know, 20 years later, as we transition back to the warmer tones, I mean, Gray had a good long run, it really did, so, um, and it's not out by any means, it's just transitioning into a different tone, so that's where this year at the show, it was really interesting to see everybody's on board now, (laughs) you know, all of the grays are changing, you know, they're discontinuing products that are really cool tones. They're bringing in the grays that have a little bit of the green undertones, the warm topia undertones. And um, so, I, you know, that's always the most exciting thing for me is getting on the show floor, seeing what's brand new, what they're coming out with. And that really sets the expectation for what we're gonna see through the year with product introductions. Um, so it's, always, it's almost like a renewal every year whenever we go. Mm -hmm. But my second favorite thing is by far the education. Um, We are all required to take education courses while we're there. We have so many hours that we try to get. I actually, that's how I um, keep my certifications up to date is all of the education classes that I take at the International Builder Show. So it's just so amazing that the owners invest us, you know, in us that way. And we get all of this education every single year, stay up to date on code, on trends, on new product on where the the market is shifting economics. I mean, it's the whole, the whole potato. It's got everything. So (laughs) it's always super exciting to go.
2: That's awesome. I I have noticed more warmer color palettes in our in our uh, move in ready homes or market homes that are coming out now. So I think they're they're beautiful. And clients are like, oh, wow you know, this looks really good together.
1: You know, our design coordinators are doing a really amazing job at the transition of the blending of the gray with the warm so that you're not taking on total shell shock all the way into the browns. So they're really trying to do a a mix of tones through the homes. And then, you know, with staging, it can show that you can take it either way. You're not you're not stuck with gray. You're not stuck with brown. You know, you you've got either way that you can go. It's flexible. So they're doing a really great job right now at pulling through the curated collections and bringing out the warmer yeah. tones.
2: Yeah, they they look really pretty. Amelia, so can you discuss any upcoming trends in our home design or any other? other merchandising or, you know, something that you find potentially influential that maybe just hasn't uh, bloomed yet?
1: <laughs> well, I can say that one thing that I think we'll see a big change in over the next year, and this isn't just for us, I think that this is industry-wide, you're going to see, you know, farmhouse had such a big effect on exteriors and the simpli- simplification of exteriors. Um, and, We're seeing homeowners want to take that even a step further. And you're starting to see that a lot more in custom construction, you know, because they have a bit more flexibility whenever it comes to new elevations or changing things up. So I keep an eye on a lot of, um, on a lot of different trends happening throughout the nation, but especially in our region to see what people are coming out with. And you're really starting to see this switch to monochromatic. Single texture, even single material exteriors where they don't want all the different definitions and textures and colors. So, starting to see that really pick up, especially, you know, I watch the markets like Louisville, Nashville, St. Louis, Cincinnati, and really start to see that pick up there. So, I think we'll start to see that really come into play in our area over the next year.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you again, Amelia, for all of your hard work that you do for, for Jago Homes, our future homeowners. Was there anything else that you really wanted to share with our listeners today?
1: I'm just super excited um, for Parade of Homes this weekend, and I'm, I can't wait for everybody to get out there and take a look at all of our model homes and be sure to scan those QR codes and see what's, what's going on inside the house.
0: Awesome. Well, that was the perfect segue because I was going to ask about Parade of Homes. So we cannot wait to see what you guys have in store for us. But with that said, thank you both for coming on today. And Amelia, I am so impressed with the work that you do. It's, it's one of those things you, you don't know till you find out. And you know, I had no idea the behind the scenes that was going on with all of these homes. And, and the fact that people can scan a QR co- code or look it up on the website and what was the line? If you love it, buy it. That yeah. is... Oh, awesome. So thank you for sharing all of that information and educating our listeners on that process and and what they can do if they see something that they like. But also just, again, so impressed with your knowledge and your talent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I just want to thank everybody also for listening today and wish everybody a blessed and wonderful day.